synergy in the full moon. Rite of Passage Mother writes As rules the Moabite found favour in the eyes of Boaz, let it be known that a stranger gives kindness unto you, earned in secret, given in silence, this gift will change your life forever. While I was changing, what had happened to all my dreams, all the things which I wanted to happen magically, before, before connecting to the source that is, before I had changed, I thought that the magic would involve me asking for things to happen, and they'd appear. Even further back, when I still denied Mother's words, I thought that if I worked hard and consistently, then I'd get what I wanted. No magic required, just effort and focus. I had thought I could manipulate the world to my preferences by sheer willpower alone. No feelings required. Now I'd come to recognise that sensing the magical is a vital component in extraordinary change. But it doesn't appear just because you want it. You have to create it and then nurture it. True magic gives you the vision and the energy to see the world in a different way and to truly be one with the source of all magic. So while I was changing, the world around me was changing with me and my dreams were taking shape in reality. Seemingly random events came together, connections between events which had created in the dream time moved into the outer world, and I found myself in the right place at the right time. People I thought I knew brought different things to my table, and I allowed them to be part of my change. You see, this was the strangest part of the lesson for me, that by changing my inner landscape, and putting that change around me by my actions, I created the magical atmosphere for synergy. I was making magic for those around me. And that magic came back to me amplified many, many times. It happened like this. I would give my time for someone, and while I was with them, I found myself talking about the magic and what was happening to me. I talked about my dreams and my plans. I shared without fear that the sharing would somehow diminish my dreams. It was ironic. Before, in that now distant and ice-strewn country of the past, I wouldn't have told anyone of my dreams for fear of them being stolen, or that my plans would upset them, or that by telling someone I'd somehow put a hex, how ironic, on it happening, I soon learned that people would listen to me if I was open with them, and moreover, showed how it had helped me change. I opened myself up to receive gifts, something which I'd found difficult or impossible before. I only accepted the gifts which I needed, those which moved me forward. I accepted nothing more. I now no longer feared the capacity of others to help me and the relationships in which that placed me. Most often, the people I helped were in no position to help me back in practical ways. They needed my help, and that was why I helped them. 
but their love and enthusiasm, their kind words, and the good wishes which they gave to me were like food to a starving man. They fueled me and gave texture and colour to my life. Their wishes for my success sent out to the universe made the magic stronger, and my dreams became reality. Those who believed themselves in no position to help me ended up helping me most of all. They helped me to understand that the true nature of magic is in the giving and sharing of it. So in order for this to truly work for you, there is one simple fact. You must give to those around you with no expectation or desire for something in return. You must give purely because it will benefit the other person. The more effort or time, energy or money you put into this with a good heart, the greater the source of magic grows within you. At first, you may find this irritating, I certainly did, or time-consuming, or simply too much effort. But believe me, stay with it. You'll get back whatever you put into these relationships and times, but the likelihood is that it won't come directly from the person to which you gave some of yourself. When I started on this road and gave my time and expertise to other people at no charge and I felt at the time considerable inconvenience and effort to myself, I puffed myself up with pride at what a good person I was. I couldn't resist telling other people what I was doing. I wanted payback, ego payback. I wanted praise. Wrong, wrong, wrong. The source ran dry very quickly and I found myself falling back into old patterns and thought processes where I became needy and unreasonable, feeling trapped by my new obligations. Mother's words came back to me. Everything you do is a choice. So, I chose to help others. I gave them my respect and my full attention. The more difficult they were, the more effort I put in. And it worked. The magic came back. A trickle at first and then a flood. My self-respect grew as I realised that I was making magic happen for others and this feeling was the right feeling. It fed my spirit and my soul and my ego had no place in this equation anymore. Odd coincidences started to happen and someone whom I had never met but had heard of the work I was doing, brought me the gift of a name. That's with a capital N. This name gave me time and information, and I made connections. The dreams started to become reality. Nothing that I did from this time, provided I did it with an open heart and no expectation of personal gain, was wasted. Nothing. At first, I needed to keep reminding myself that everything I was doing was a choice. I'd made the decision to put magic out into the world and to make my journey to the source a real and practical statement about how I would live my life. This was an emotional tithe, and I was happy to pay it for what it had brought to me. 
the magic continued to grow. The coincidences and connections magnified, and extraordinary events became commonplace for me. I saw them in the dream time, had lived them in my inner reality, and now they were appearing all over the outer reality, like wildflowers, and it was wonderful. Others around me were starting to see it and to be attracted to it. They wanted to know about the magic. And because they asked, I shared the knowledge and my journey with them. I shared mother's words with the select few, and the magic grew beyond me. The web of weird reached further and further afield. I was happiest in the sharing of this gift. Besides, I had promised mother. I realised in those moments that magic was not something in which you asked for things for yourself. It was something you created for others. Mother had taught me that magic is something which happens when you're not looking. It happens in the corner of your eye, not in front of them. And all the while I was changing and connecting to the source. All the while, I was pushing my dreams and hopes through the space between my inner reality and the outside world, and I was using myself as the doorway. Those dreams and hopes were moving beyond me and connecting with others, others who could and would make those dreams into a reality. And so, through this process, I found love. Self-love, self-respect with a capital R, a true and honest appreciation of myself which opened me to care about myself without guilt or the need to justify myself. This came with an understanding and a recognition of myself and all my flaws. I had learnt through my mother guide to listen to the inner voice which was moving me forward on the path to the source. I didn't always enjoy the advice, nor did I always feel comfortable to act on the suggestions she made. I had finally learnt that it is not important who is right, but what is right. And I didn't need to fight the whole world anymore. I learnt humility. And before you think I had disappeared up my own fundament, let me tell you that there are times when I enjoy a good blow on my own trumpet. But this is more for old time's sake than any real enjoyment I get out of puffing myself up. It's only a habit now, and one I'm comfortable to take off and leave behind. Once I had learned to love myself and give due respect to my own efforts, love with another person found me. To be honest, it wasn't as straightforward a journey as I would have liked it to be, but perhaps this is the whole point, and it wasn't blistering, passionate, swept off my feet, mills and boon romance by any means. We got to know each other as friends. First came liking, then laughter, then respect, followed by a deep understanding. I learned to love a man 
who has no need to tell everyone his skills and abilities. He is secure in himself. Not at all what I expected and everything I needed. Mother was spot on with this one. After learning to share who I really was with this man, there came a love the like of which I had never experienced before and a passion which continues to grow. I now have an appreciation for life shared, which can only come when you are comfortable enough to trust yourself, to trust completely in another person. I now have a person in my life to love, and one who loves me in return. There are no dark corners in our relationship, nor are there games or power play. This love came only when I was able to be honest with myself. Only then did I find and connect with a man who was secure in himself and not only willing but able to connect with another person. Only once I had found who I was was I prepared to share that with another. We always have something to talk about. We can spend 24 hours a day in each other's company and still be at peace. We can be apart and not needy. We can be silent together and truly feel for one another in success or sadness. With this relationship, I got the happy ending. Or happy beginning, as I still prefer to call it. We married for love and by candlelight with family and friends around us. Friends. I had forgotten how vital they were to my well-being. Friends were something else I had sacrificed in my obsession with taking on the world. The magic brought them back to me, and I met other new people to whom I am now proud to give the name a friend. And in all of this, the never-to-be-neglected ingredient is connection. Connections between our brain cells, connections between our thoughts and ideas, connections between our inner and outer realities, connections with the world around you and the people in it. Magic does not happen in a vacuum. It needs connections to move around. And the creation of those connections requires confidence and honesty. I stop being afraid of success and of other people. I now allow both into my reality. For you, you are now in a place and a time to connect with your roots and the power of your ancestors, allowing you to appreciate the lives they led to give you life now. Reconnect with those you care about. Go out now and connect with those you love and tell them that you love them. Make your words count. Write to them if you can't bring yourself to say the words. Connect with life. This is also time to find the others, the kindred. They'll come. You can and you will find your own ways of connecting with other open-hearted people. Seek out the others who are on their own journey. And feel free to find what you need. The connections which you've taken time to form each morning have now formed connections in the outer world. You are not the first to do this. 
and you won't be the last. Take the last step to moving magic out into the wider world and connect now with Mother Moon. Harness her power for the fullest expression of the magic. Time now for a closure ritual. And in this ritual, you can allow all the fragments of your story to be pulled together in the outer reality which surrounds you, and for you, wonderful listener, to become one with yourself. No more limits, no more lost fragments, no more dark corners. Complete and ready. This ritual will also allow you to give thanks to the source for making you welcome. Give thanks to all the people and all of the events in your life that have come together to make up who you are today. The good and the bad, they are all part of you. In this ritual, it's time to accept yourself for who you are and for what you have done in your life. And you can know that you are ready to welcome true magic into your life. You are now ready to own your future and ready to feel that you deserve magic in your life. Your desire to crush or ignore it will be burnt in the spirit of the candle flame, which you are about to light. This is the time to thank the source as it comes to meet you. And to do this, you open the circle. You light your candle. You invite the essence of all those from your ancestor corner and all those who've come into your life through the magic. Invite them into the gentle flame of the candle. And you will watch it flicker before you. Each candle flame has its own life. Fire is an elemental. And as you watch it move, you can feel the elemental spirit of the flame. Feel its power. It is a power to destroy or create as are all the elements around and within you. So from now on, whenever you light a flame for ritual in future, you are asking the elemental within this flame to summon the ancestors and those who love you to participate in your rituals and to support you on your journey to the source. Watch the flame flicker grow larger and smaller as these spirits come and go during your ritual and in future rituals. As they come and go, they bring gifts with them. They can bring support, benevolence, self-belief, kindness, selflessness. They will bring you exactly what you need at that time 
even if you do not name it. But you may wish to silently name the gifts they bring to you as you watch the flame. Thank them as you do. Spend some time with the elemental flame. Close your eyes and you will see the glow of the flame continue. Thank the elemental flame for helping you to focus the magic of your inner world and to project it outwards. Then opening your eyes, you blow out the candle flame. Close the circle, cleanse your hands, open the window, and stand by it. You bring air, fire, earth, and water together in this ritual. You are of the elements. You synergize the energy of all of them into this one simple act. Mother writes, So did Ruth in the cornfield know Boaz gifts. Bake your own bread, now you shift. The choice is clear, this much I contrive. Choose ill and remain as one barely alive. Choose well and with Mother Moon's embrace, you thrive. Times when we are feeling 